Hi everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life and your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to being absolutely unstoppable. And today I'm in the mobile studio again, so apologies about the the road noise. Uh, Heading to hospital again, my my young daughter who's uh, still got some challenges. Today I wanted to talk to you about how badly you want to. Because we're about to get to the end of the Olympic Games and there's one thing that I've heard come through from a number of uh, like commentators who are, uh, say, uh, Olympians, uh, previous gold medalists, and they talk about the mindset of the athlete. Now, obviously, to make it to an Olympics, you've got to be in phenomenal shape, right? I mean, you have set yourself a target, You've trained for years for it. You've uh, fueled yourself, hopefully, the best possible way that that you can. Uh, You've got the coaching around you. You've got maybe there's sports psychologists, uh, nutritionists, uh, strength and conditioning people, your skills coaching, uh, physiotherapists, fitness people. uh, You name it, they're all around you. But what I'm hearing a lot about is people are, say, in a final. And some of these events aren't just one one thing. So if you take the, uh, say, athletics, for instance. So with the athletics, they run, they go through what heats then they normally have. It's normally semi-final and then final. Maybe there's a quarter-final, depends on the, the race. But um, it's generally something like that. And then it's over pretty quickly. But there are some other events that take days and days to get through because of the nature of the team event. You know, and they have to play competition after competition after competition, like the basketball's a, a good example of that. And let's just say now you've gone through whatever you need to get to and you're in the final. Okay, so to get to the final, incredible event incredible for you to be able to put yourself through everything, be a high enough level of skill to be able to compete in a final for a medal. And then when it comes to the final, there's generally speaking a maybe two, three, maybe four people that are favoured to win a medal. And I hear this next bit a lot comes down to who wants it the most and you think well is that really the case because if that person's faster then they're going to get the gold medal well that is true the person that's fastest is going to hit the line first most likely unless there's a disaster before the finish line and then the slowest person comes through as in Stephen Bradbury in the Winter Olympics to win gold That's another story. The point is, whether you want it badly enough, why is that? Because when it comes down to those final moments, the last seconds we're talking of a final, it's going to require 
the person that wins to dig into that place that hurts a lot. And maybe they've hurt in training and maybe they're feeling that same level of hurt right now, but they've gonna want it more than that so that it doesn't matter what happens after the race, if they collapse or whatever, it's like who wants it badly enough to push their bodies perhaps to a level of pain that they've never had before. And you would think, well, how does that beat somebody that is better than them? Well, because the mind is more powerful. And people can get zoned out, can get so nervous because of the pressure, the weight of the world on their shoulders to achieve a medal. If they don't want it badly enough and they're just riding on expectation, then it's the person that wants it badder, badder, that's not a word, more badly than they do, that is most likely going to win it because they're prepared to go to the depths that the other person isn't. And you see many examples through this Olympics and other Olympics where that's been the case. Maybe it's been a surprise person that has come up to win because they've wanted it more badly than someone else. I think the men's 100 meter sprint final is a good example of that. The Italian runner won gold. Not expected to. The Americans, Jamaicans were expected to. They didn't. The Italian won it. And if you were to look at them physiologically, compared to each other, you would say, well, no, the Italian's not going to win. But he wanted it badly. And perhaps he wanted it more badly than the others because they didn't think that he'd have a chance. They were thinking about each other and saying perhaps they wanted it more badly than the other person, but they didn't want it more badly than the Italian guy. What I love about that is that an Italian person hasn't won the 100-meter sprint final before. And uh, it's really great to see other countries do well. I was watching some cycling last night. Anna Mears, probably best female um, sprint cyclist of all time. And as she was, said a number of races... But she raced at the last Olympics, so it's still fresh for her. She said, it's going to come down to who wants it badly enough. Who's hungry enough for it? And it's interesting to hear uh, an Olympian commentate versus just a commentator. And you just, I just hear those different words that they, they use, like Ian, Ian Thorpe, for instance. Uh, you know, Australia's greatest male swimmer. And there would be, say, 45 metres to go or 20 metres to go in a race, and he'll say, yep, they've got it. Just because he knows how to, to see what's happening in the pool, to see the vision of the person, you know, stepping up and uh, knowing that they're, get, they're digging deep and they're, they're going to take it. And uh, just listening to the subtleties in the words that they use is different to a normal commentator. And like saying that, you know, it comes down to who wants it badly enough, you can tell that that's Anna, for instance, stepping into her mind and saying, well, I've got to want it badder than the person next to me in the sprint finals, it comes down to two people. And you have to build this insatiable appetite for victory. 
at the belief that you can't be beaten. And that might sound arrogant, but you've got to want it so badly that you can't be beaten. So how do you relate all of that to you and your everyday life? Well, it's really quite simple. Because why make it complicated, right? When it comes to your health and wellness, you've got to want it badly. I do. It's my highest value. Everything that I do in my life on a daily basis, I only do it if I know that it's going to support my ultimate goal, which is to be the healthiest, strongest, most energized and focused person that I can be at my age. Be the best dad that I can be. Be the absolute best version of myself. If there are activities that are involved that don't support that, then I don't participate in it. If somebody says, oh, let's go to a cigar bar or something like that, I say, you go off and enjoy that if you want to. I'm not, I'm not coming. There are certain times, um, certainly right now, based on where my training is, if we, we're in lockdown again, but if uh, people invited me out for a meal, I would eat before we went. And say, what are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. Well, I know the training program that I'm on and I know what I need to to do to achieve the results that I need to achieve. And the people that would invite me, I really understand what it is that I'm doing and would understand that, maybe. But if they didn't, I would be going along and it wouldn't be that I wouldn't eat, but I would have something that would fit within my schedule. So for instance, if we were going out for dinner, I would have my normal dinner before we went and then I might have a, a, a small salad or something like that, but nothing with virtually nothing on it because I know that at least that would help support me to where I'm going to get to. I wouldn't have something off the menu most likely because it's not going to support where, I, where I'm going. Okay? And I know that many people would say, well, that, that's just weird, that's antisocial and whatever. Well, no, it's not. It's just me knowing how badly I want to achieve something. And if the people that I go out with don't respect that, then that's probably the last dinner I'm going to go to. Because we're all different, right? We all have different goals. And I just set a very high standard for myself in terms of what I want, my health and wellness. Now, that's not to say if anyone's listening to this and you invite me out for lunch or dinner that I'm not going to have something off menu. It's just that I'm heading into the last 12 weeks of my training for the year and I know that I need to be extra, extra careful about what it is that I'm consuming every single meal. You only have so many chances to achieve what you want to achieve once, one time in a year. So I don't put anything to chance. all of my daily activities, like I just took a mouthful of water. I've already had about a litre of water this morning, it's just on 10am on a Saturday morning. I've had, uh, you know, two, two meals, I've eaten everything to plan, I've had my supplementation, uh, I'm right on track. But I've known for some time now that unless I'm living my life this way, I don't 
show up each day the way that I need to, the way that I want to. And so it's taken many years for me to work it out. So now, because I want it so badly, I just live that lifestyle. I keep doing those things. That's what's important to me. When it comes to business, for many years, I didn't want it badly enough. I didn't try hard enough. I wasn't working hard enough because I thought I didn't need to. Because I've worked hard in my corporate life, I don't need to work hard anymore, was the story I would tell myself. So therefore, I don't need to. And with that mindset came mediocre results. They were okay, but it wasn't where I wanted to get to. So I realized I needed to change it. And then I realized I needed to develop a hunger for success like I'd never had before. And that just didn't come overnight. It took some time to be able to, probably months, to convince myself that this is how hungry I am. Actually, it took me years to do it. It's only been in the last three years I've been able to get things working in the way that I need them to to get the outcome that I want. But a big part of that was my mindset. I just wasn't hungry enough. I didn't want it badly enough. So that stopped the level of action that I was prepared to take to get it. And I said, oh, well, and then just justified mediocrity to myself. We don't have to do that. We can have it all. Maybe we can't have it all at the same time because you can't have 100% relaxation and 100% dedicated focus work time at the same time. But you can still have it all. You can do the hard work and then you can have your relaxation time. But unless you want it badly, you're never going to win that gold medal. You're never going to win that version of a gold medal for you in success for you. My gold medal this year is 31 October, where I'm meant to be in the shape of my life. And I've reverse engineered my entire year around that date to give me the outcome that I want. I did it last year for the first time to get in the best shape of my life. I'm doing it again this year. Chances are I will be a fair bit better this year than last year. Why? Because I've learned from last year. Because I did it for the first time. Always learning, capturing data. Right now I'm going to have a, a DEXA scan so I can see how much muscle I've put on, how my whole plan for this last 12 weeks has worked to get me the results that I'm about to see. It's very, very powerful. But unless we measure these things, we don't know. Unless we track the results, we don't know. And I track everything. I track it all. And that creates a hunger. If you have no hunger, your results will be mediocre to poor. This is why I ask everybody to really step it up when it comes to your health and wellness. Track everything that you do. Set yourself some challenging goals rather than just going through life. Because if you're a successful business person, you don't just go through business 
and expect to be good. You have a specific plan. A lot of planning goes in, into it. So why leave other areas of your life to chance? So if you want to connect with me and find out how we can make 2021 your best year yet, then go to the mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com, opt in for your free consultation, and let's do it. Let's make 2021 our best year yet. Stay safe wherever you are in the world. COVID's still around. We're in lockdown. Number six, I'll see you tomorrow.